Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by The Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie. Eddie, how's it going, man? It's going good. It's good. Been They've been keeping us busy in-game, and of course, as you mentioned in the main Gamers Inn podcast, they decided to drop info about the next update the day after we recorded last week yeah i want to inform everybody who got in on the ground floor for summoner's call we have made it thanks to you intelligent systems has seen fit to announce a large patch of news right after we recorded it and that my friends is how you know you've made it in the podcast business so congratulations eddie (laughs) (laughs) i i feel pretty good about it but you know what uh speaking of of that news we're going to just jump right in because we, uh, once again, have a jam-packed show. So, game stories. Let's talk about what we played this week in Fire Emblem Heroes. Tempest Trials finished halfway through the week since we last recorded. How did your final days go in the Tempest Trials? Uh, I managed to max it out. Um, I actually still did not manage to fully level all three of the teams I was working on. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the low characters and auto battle desiring to kill them off in the first map if possible i uh, ended up you know only leveling two of the teams but i ended up about six thousand in the rankings that's good you wow know, that's somewhere that's... At, yeah in the like six thousand eight hundred something or whatever that's pretty high i mean uh i was not so in previous months, I would often go into the Discord and say, yeah, I, max- I think I was the first one to kind of say, yeah, I maxed it out. And everyone was like, really? I had the- why? How would you do that? And, you know, as we've stated before, it's the auto battle. That's why it's there. But I came up short this week. I just really didn't have enough time to remember that while I was doing some other task, I could just have it sort of running in the background. So for the... How long are the full Tempest Trials? They're more than two weeks. Two weeks. They? Two weeks, no, exactly. They're- Yep. Okay. I mean, on the first day, it'll say 13 days, and since uh, Heroes always uh, counts if it's less than 24 hours, it doesn't count as a full day. Yeah, so I only hit about 50k, and the real disappointing thing about hitting 50k is that there are at least 20-plus orbs sitting there not being touched, which, you know, there's a lot of great banners happening now, and I'm cognizant of the fact that I'm possibly leaving wanted heroes on the table so i was a little bummed about that uh but But speaking of wanted heroes yeah so discord informs informed me that you had some luck this week yep our long-standing nightmare is over armored lynn is now mine i've been leveling her up and she is as awesome as i uh hope she would she's she's doing great i now have lynn emblem started so i'm working my way we need a we need an axe, uh, Lynn, to kind of like even out the team a little bit because there's a couple colored or colorless in there. So yeah, you know. I've noticed that there's a couple characters who there are at least four of, mm-hmm. um, and you could theoretically make an emblem of them, but they've uh, balanced the weapons such that you can't have a properly balanced team with them. Not not yet. Anyway, I think uh, yep. you know. Lucina is two swords and a magic. She she has another two two swords and two blue. Oh okay. There's what? Lancina, the brave Lucina that has oh, a right. lance. 
Yeah. Uh, the uh, Spring Lucina that has a blue tome, and then the two sword versions, the quote-unquote Marth, Enigmatic mm-hmm. Hero, and Lucina Future Witness. So she's two red, two blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe there isn't like a balanced team of, of specific characters, but I, I think we'll get there eventually as this game continues to progress because in year one, we already have characters that have a full... For a full team basically so that's that's interesting but yep. but i haven't touched any other banner i'm sitting on a couple of redeems right now where actually i shouldn't say that i the new banner the four and five star hero banner the focus for that i pulled mm-hmm. a green and i got a my my free green and i got a camilla which is nice i'll i'll, I'll uh plus a one five star or a four star just a four star which is fine i wasn't expecting yeah, that's fine you know a five star because the camilla's come along so uh, they don't come around very often for me. So when I get one, I just kind of feed it to my... And Camilla was the first hero that I got in this game, like from the original summons, from that original banner at the very beginning. So she she is a character, also has a sort of special place on my teams within Fire Emblem Heroes because she's been around the longest. But other banners, you uh, you always pull these, these banners. So I want to know, how did you do on the currently running legendary Ephraim banner. How'd you do there? Um, I did manage to get Ephraim. It took a handful of orbs, and um, I think I pulled the full circle when I got Ephraim, and I ended up getting a spare legendary Ike, or maybe it was a brave Ike. Hmm. I think I got a spare Ike in there. <laughs> uh, but... Ike's another one who has, a, has quite a few. I think he's at three for four now. Yep, he's three, like, bike, and Ike. Nice. <laughs> I never even thought about that. That's a good point. Yep, legendary Ike, brave Ike, and regular Ike. What would you get next? Would uh, you do like? Would could you get a Rike? Like a uh, ooh, that'd be bad. I guess just to say it loud <laughs> like that. I, I noticed what I'd said. Uh, but like, yeah, what else? Maybe a Mike. Is there an M? Like a magic Ike? Um, I can't believe I didn't latch on. I Mike. mean, who knows what they're going to pull for the? You know what they're going to do for his next version. You True. Know? Yeah, so, he's not due up though but, again, is he? Because he already got the brave. He got the brave, so he won't be another brave one. But mm. you know, they could give another version as they did with Erica, and or yeah, um, give gi- give him do a magic. So intelligent systems, we know you're listening now because you you announce things after we record. So do a magic version for the spring banner, a magic Ike Mike. So you have like oh. Mike, Mike and Ike. Yeah, but that that one might be psych. Spring, oh, you know. Psych. I see what you did there. And, you know, maybe you wouldn't want to do Mike because then you could get sued by uh, Ike and Mike's. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. It's a stretch, but, but you want to be careful. Yeah, all, all the other banners, I didn't touch the level of bounds, which still has a couple days left, or the new power, which has like one or two days left, mm-hmm. um, or once again, the Fallen Heroes, which ends the same day as level of bounds. Yeah. I also. Essentially, it was just the four and five star hero banners that I rolled on for the free roll, and I think I got a three star out of it, which oh. is like you got four star focus and five star focus, and you give me a three star. That's not very nice. Of course. Now, we talked <laughs> but, a bit about this in the Discord, and I'm curious for the banners that are currently running. I've, I've built up some orbs. Uh, this conversation is going to be probably more personal than anything because the legendary banner ends tomorrow i think so i have i'm sitting about 45 orbs i've got all these banners ahead of me 
We've discussed it in the Discord, but I want to make it public for everybody here on the show. What should I do? What should I focus on next? I'm not a big Ephraim fan, and I usually do, as you saw with Armored Lynn. I, I, I go all in for characters that I really like. So what do I do? What should I do next? Should I try to get a couple of from the legendary summoner thing or go for fallen heroes? I like that Celica art and I hear, uh, green or Grima Robin's really good. So what are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking that you should go for what you want. I mean, it's kind of a cop out of not actually answering to a degree, but it's like, Legendary Ephraim is a pretty good character. Um, he has a strong high attack, mm-hmm. uh, but he will be back in future legendary banners. So if like one, you know, banner they have another character you want on the blue, and you manage to get legendary Ephraim, or another month when you have spare orbs and feel like pulling on the legendary banner, you know, you might be able to get him then. I like the I mean, idea he... of focusing on the legendary banner as opposed to the fallen heroes banner for this specific reason. And that is that 8% sound just makes my brain hurt less than 3%. It took me 22 days of free orbs to get armored Lynn from a 3% banner. So by that logic, I mean, how long do we have to wait for characters like in the fallen heroes banner to pop up in a legendary banner? Is it only six, is it about six months or have we, um, have we seen that sort of um, track record yet? Can we piece that together? What What do you mean heroes so, to appear in the legendary banner? So in the legendary banner, there's obviously the new legendary hero, the older legendary heroes, but there's also like the sprinkled in heroes that, that appear from special banners. Like, they had spring and Halloween and summer heroes in there and and the wedding heroes as well. So I'm curious, how long does it take for, let's say, for example, the fallen heroes, they just came out this month. How long will it take for them to get sprinkled into the legendary banner? Is it going to be a while? Well, those ones, it's harder to tell. Um, Essentially what they've been doing so far in the legendary banners is, um, one legendary hero per color, mm-hmm. if there's a legendary hero for that color. Uh, four special limited time heroes, which is where the spring and uh, bridal banners came from. Um, they started with two of each of those in the first two banners. Uh, with the third banner, they started spreading it out a little more, and that they gave you, like, two of the... Uh, Ulyssian Summer, the Awakening Summer characters, one of the uh, Norian Summer, or the Hoshi, uh, the Fates characters, and one of the Performance Arts with Axura, the Performing Arts Azura. Right. So um, it's, it's sort of been random. Is, uh, random, but but banners that have been yes. around and for a characters, while. Characters like the fallen heroes mm-hmm. who are in the vote in the uh, pool, no matter what, do not or do not have any rhyme or reason. They pick characters that they think work really well or more uh. powerful characters. Because, um, like in this legendary banner, we have Brave Ike or Shiro, who is fairly recent. Well, here's you know, the here's the thing that yeah, I yeah, who is really recent. 
Yeah. And here's the thing that so. I didn't really clue in on that you just mentioned and that the fallen heroes are regular rotation heroes, but they just seemed so unique to me that I never really thought about it that way. So they could pop up yeah. randomly as I go forward. They could pop up. And for all we know, um, uh, fell green, fell Robin, green and Robin mm-hmm. may show up, may be the one that they dropped down to four star. Oh, so they don't, okay. Um, So those, do they tell us which ones they drop down to four stars? No. With the new banner, you look and one of them will usually appear in the four star uh, pool, as well as still being in the five star pool. Like for the last one with, um, maybe it wasn't the last one, but the one with uh, the Mage Erica, Larachelle, and uh, I forget who the third one is. Larachelle got... uh, a demoted version put out. So you can now get Lara Shell, the blue uh, horse mage, as a four star hero. Hmm. Where okay. when I just assumed they all went down to, to the to the pool, like four and three. I didn't realize that they were selective. Nope. Okay, well that, that's that's uh... kind of a topic to cover at some point is the fact that as of right now, there are more five star exclusive characters than any other pool. Wow. Well, that is a good point. So. Because, and, and eventually they will address it. I'm sure they'll address it eventually, just the way they've addressed you know, power creep and, and upgrading I older mean, heroes and stuff like that. I mean, you don't really want Ephraim, and Gunther will be around next month. Uh, you could roll for her. But do you have any interest in Summer Corrin or Shiro? I think Summer... I can't remember which one it was. It was one of the Summer ones I was going through, but it might have been Summer Robin. I can't remember. I, I, I have to take a look at it. But, you know, that by that logic of the fallen heroes popping up elsewhere, and I've had a Celica for a while, and I haven't used her to any sort of, like, extent. Like, in terms of liking that hero, I haven't really been using her. So I wonder if... Because I, I hear Legendary Hero, and I assume, like, those are the heroes that I want. I mean, I have I finally have Legendary Ike. I've been leveling him up, and he's a powerhouse. Like, he takes hits like nobody's business. And it would be cool to have a full team of legendary heroes and I'm only yeah. halfway there. So I wonder if maybe that's where I go next, but I also just like the 8% pull. I, I feel like that, that makes my free to play brain feel happy that I'm actually going to be pulling five stars. Now that is better than normal, but just know that a normal pull is 6% chance of a five star. It's only 3% of the focus characters. Oh, but yeah, there that... is that 3% chance that you'll get a 5-star that's not the focus. True. I guess I need my brain to... Yeah, that's where the Pity Breakers come in. But there's no pretty Pity yeah. Breaker in the Legendary, and, and Pity Breakers are... Well, that is a valid point. If you've been listening to the last three weeks, uh, Pity Breakers are a real problem for me. <laughs> not anymore, but uh, that's why I'm kind of hesitant to even pull any banner, because I'm just like... I kind of want to ride the armored Lin high for a little bit longer that I finally got a hero I want. And, and, and this is the free to play life, but um, yeah, great, great discussion. And definitely uh, one for the topic books in terms of talking about the hero pool and, and how it's changed over the year and, and how eventually intelligent systems is going to have to get in there and be like, okay, we gotta, we gotta address this, this balance concern. Cause there, there are a lot of pity breakers out there and, and you're you're I have so many four and three four stars of these heroes that it's just it's 
it's mind-boggling, you know. But they did make that change where they took way way long ago, where they took the three-star percentage and dropped it down and gave us a higher four-star percentage. I don't know if you've noticed, just yeah, you know, getting less three stars. I have tons of four stars sitting around. Got to figure out what to do with them. But I uh, think overall, yeah. I am getting fewer three stars. But there are some times when I pull a summon and I get like three three stars in the summon and it's like seriously yeah well eventually it's rng right so eventually you're yeah. gonna you're gonna fall on the bad side of of uh rng jesus so let's look at yep. the uh, the newest edition that we've been fiddling around with for the last couple of days voting gauntlet shadow in the mirror we were somewhat correct this is a good versus evil banner and the way they've paired everybody up is initially the banners are paired or, or the bracket is paired up the literally the good versus evil version so you've got Celica, uh the imprisoned soul version takumi the empty vessel version uh robin the felon reincarnation version and then Zel- zelgius otherwise known as the black knight without a helmet and i guess he's good when he doesn't wear his helmet i didn't know i didn't know the lore behind that helmet i didn't know it kind of took him over I'm, well, joking, I'm not sure if it necessarily took him over. I mean, that's one of the things. I never actually did get around to playing uh, the game where he was Zelgius. If he was actually Zelgius, I'm guessing he was. Uh, um, the second Ike game. Um, oh. I mean, Ike, Ike is kind of a... It's hard to, hard to really fully describe. It's Ike's kind of a weird hero in that he is a mercenary. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing he, you know, in the game you he chooses the good guy side, but you know, Zelgius, for all we know, I mean, it was whatever ruler at the time who was being evil, and he was just working for the ruler as he was supposed to. Yeah. So he might have never been evil, evil, but he seemed evil because you were fighting against him. Yeah, didn't he kill your father? Yeah, he killed Ike's father. Is what I understand in the first before the first game started, or at the start of the first game, which is why Ike was half hunting him, half running from him. Yeah, that, that old chestnut. Like I said, it's it's been a while, and I never did actually even finish the first Ike game. So no, I, I but, want uh, if there's one reason I want a virtual console for GameCube, that thing that was rumored even before the Switch came out, it's it's to play those Fire Emblem. GameCube and Wii versions because I, I don't even think you can get the Wii version on the Wii U. Okay, I I can't remember. Nope, but... you can't. Yeah, so like I, I... You get the GameCube version on the Wii U either. No, but I know that the Wii U did have Wii games you could buy, which was nice. But, uh, anyways, let's talk about the voting on it itself. Who did you pick to win this epic battle? Because you vo- joked that when you pick someone. That's the one that loses, and this is not, not this is not me making fun of Eddie. This is this is Eddie's words that I am recounting. So, who'd you pick? Once in a while, I get really lucky, but yeah, like you know, um, I went with Evil Robin. Okay, uh, it's, I mean, because of the whole pity per or the pity percentage, it's looking less likely, but it seems like you know at the that first day, it seems like Evil Robin should easily win. Yeah, but I have had it happen where you know my team was in the lead most of the day, and it's like that last hour that uh, the behind team gets a uh, score boost and then launches ahead of ahead of me with giving me no my team no chance to actually come back. 
Yeah, those pity scores are, again, another one to talk about as a topic in the near future. But I know they put they they tried to, quote unquote, fix Voting Gauntlet after they launched it just once. I think they tried to fix it and they haven't touched it since. Um, I think fix is the wrong word. It's definitely they tried the wrong to make word. it. They tried to make it so it doesn't look completely out of whack. Right. So that the un unliked characters or the less popular characters are not thrashed completely. They added rubber banding mechanics, basically. They they added exactly. Mario Kart and, stuff to it. And the fact that the rubber banding mechanics go up to the last minute, so that team that's behind could end up launching themselves way ahead of you, giving you no chance to retaliate, is what annoys me. Yeah. So it often presents you with a very hard-to-predict battle. And uh, so you went with Grima Robin. I went with Evil Takumi because, as uh, as we've said before, I'm a free-to-play player. The only character I have from this in, from the Evil roster. So Hachikumo in the TGI Discord was saying, hey, we all picked Evil versions. And, and my logic was I wanted to pick someone that... I wanted to pick the Evil ones because they're newer characters. So uh, I went with Evil Takumi because he was the only one I owned. I, I guess I own Celica. Celica would be the only good one that I kind of have built up. My Robin's not not that great at all. So what were that your actually goes into how I play the gauntlet. I usually don't really worry about whether I own the character or not. I I think half time I usually do own the character, but like I don't have Zelgius. Uh, which is the good version of the Black Knight. Um, but I don't really worry about if I own the character. It's a nice little score boost if you do own it. But I pick the char- I play it like it. they technically should. I pick the character I like the most. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, so. It is a popularity. I had context. a thought that I was coming up with that I completely lost track of. Oh, well. Oh. Oh, go ahead. I, I remember I was coming up with... Um, you commented that Celica's the only one you have, but you haven't leveled her up. That's kind of how I tend to play the um, voting continent. I kind of roll the system to a degree in that I keep the characters I send into the gauntlet at level one. Oh. When wow. I go in at level one, all my opponents are level one, and usually the one that comes from my friends list is level 40. Uh, which I means noticed that. A guaranteed win, so I get to actually vote each time. Interesting strategy. I never even thought of that. I was so I've been running into the gauntlet with my evil Takumi that I've brought up to a five star and have slowly leveled alongside another team. And I've been noticing less than stellar heroes in in matchmaking. So that's mm-hmm. that's it. It's 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 balanced, right, by the hero you pick. Yeah, you pick a level one. All three of theirs will be like level one through five. And then because you get one, if you have any friends on your friends list that are in the thing, most people have a level 40 in their quote unquote leader slot. So you usually get a level 40 on your team. So there's virtually no chance you're going to lose. That's uh, that is a really good tip. I never even (laughs) I played this game for a year and I never even thought about that. So that's. That's really good. So anything else to, to touch on for the voting gauntlet? I, of course, we'll probably wrap it up next week once it concludes. And Yeah, it'll be concluded by next week. We're still in the 
last day of the first round. Yeah, so we don't even know who's won. Get my flags and stuff through the random side quests. Yeah, but. I've been working through sort of all the quests that they've given us. But, you know, why don't we move into continuing events and let everybody know what they can be playing in Fire Emblem Heroes. Eddie, do you want to take this away? Uh, yep, we still have a couple days left on some of those daily maps for free orbs. Uh, the last two, I think it is, are still sitting there with one or two days left. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weapon refinery quests are still sitting around, um, probably completed by anyone who's been playing uh, at all for the past month. <laughs> yeah, they've been done for a while for me. <laughs> yeah, the Shadow Dragon maps are going until the 8th. Uh, so if you haven't gotten your orb from them, and they might be useful for leveling people up as well. Uh, of course, the voting gauntlet we just mentioned still going on till the eighth. As is uh, Takumi's Grand Hero Battle. If you haven't gotten at least your three star or want to try it, that uh, one of those four stars. Um, the water blessing quests, which started last week, uh, requiring you to uh, give a character a water water blessing and fight with them in the various maps and get kills with characters with. Wa- the actual water blessing on them and note fjorm does not count for that it has to be a, a hero has be a who hero. has the blessing yeah um have started and are going through the 13th and of course the march quests are going until april 1st yeah so that's quite a good amount of content for you folks to be you know chowing down on and uh we'll we'll get to upcoming events you know later on in the episode but uh march has been covered until events starting until the 10th so we'll probably get some more stuff coming soon so get in there finish that up and get ready for more as for the arena bonus heroes you've got the fallen heroes including the grand hero battle takumi Michalis, sheena naui om lucas and sharina so those are your arena bonus heroes for the next four days how do how do arenas work again it's not once a week um it's roughly every two weeks is when they update them so these are sorry no that's fine these Um, are newer they They were just updated yeah they were just updated they'll go through uh they reset every monday uh but this monday they will probably be the same set of heroes and next monday after the new banner has come out uh there will be a a new set of bonus heroes, which will probably include uh, the heroes from the new banner and a bunch of others that they selected. Cool. Well, that's really cool. I I dig the arena bonuses, but I, it kind of bums me out when I have to use Sharina as my bonus because uh, that tells me that I don't have the heroes that, in, that the game thinks I should have. So, uh, yeah, arena, well, get in there. It's really fun. It's not that you necessarily should have them. You should have Michaelis as well. Whether you've leveled him or not, that's a oh, right. another can of worms because he was a grand hero battle. Wait a minute. I got, uh, you I got your Takumi. Takumi. What am I talking about? You got your Takumi. <laughs> so, I mean, this is the time of year or time of month or whatever that I tend to do the most arena because uh, the March quests and the um, uh, voting gauntlet quests yeah they're you to go into the arena arena heavy so you're gonna want to get into the arena and and battle those out but yeah i need to run 10 arena runs today oof well hopefully you have many dungeon or sword crests to spare 
Uh, I might have a couple. You might have a Let couple hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a only three hundred and ninety-four. Only there you go. Uh, and uh, I'm gonna get more for doing the quests for the month or whatever. So you're gonna, you'll be fine. Everybody's swimming yeah. in those things. I wonder they gave us something to spend our badges on. I wonder if they give us like a you know a turn-in program where we can turn in our battle crests and and our and our sword crests to be like in exchange for feathers i don't know but uh, there might be some people who don't have as many those who focus on trying to make sure they get you know tier 20 top arena every month or every week possibly but i don't bother with that that much no neither i just get a number of weeks where i don't even hop in yeah i just do i should i should hop in at least some so i can get some orbs but yeah yeah, well, uh, let's uh, let's jump into our, our news and topic stuff because there's lots to talk about. As we teased earlier in the episode, there's the March update coming. It was announced the day after we recorded. So the March update's pretty beefy. Not one, but two new modes, including the mystery icon, which we now know is the Blessed Gardens. Where do you want to start with this? Because there's... Do you want to start with the easy stuff, which is they've added... Well, I might as well just say it. They've added new special weapons for Soren and refinements for Soren, Leo, and Sword Erica. That's the easy stuff that they've announced. But then there's the two new maps that they've announced. So let's start with Blessed Garden, because that's that's the mystery icon we all know and love. What uh, yep. what 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 is Blessed Garden? Well, we don't know all of what it is, but it is you know. The mode that requires legendary heroes and or uh, blessed or heroes with legendary blessings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it. Blah, 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 blah. I'll learn how to talk one of these days. So it appears from what they've given us that you'll have different gardens that you go into that you have to have a hero or a character blessed by that uh, element. Uh, there's the garden of water that's displayed in the example in the picture that they gave us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would guess that in that one you can only have Fjorm and any other legendary water hero, as well as those that have been received a water blessing. Um, at the start, you will get four water blessings given to you, and the. Um, Rewards within the map, which they didn't fully explain what rewards, how the rewards work, whether it'll be a point system like the um, Tempest Trials, where the more you do, the more rewards you get Right. type system. Uh, but you will get blessings for the other uh, legendary or, yeah, elements, other elements. So it's a way to build up your legendary blessing heroes by providing you with some new blessings, basically. Oh, yeah, they give you blessings right away so that even if you somehow don't have your Fjorm yet, which you can get for free by completing book one of chap or chapter one of book two, if you right. somehow don't have a Fjorm, you can get a Fjorm and you have enough blessings now with that, with this, to get a full team in there with her or a full team without her. Yeah, so you're going to get four water blessings by just popping into that mode. And in the in the notification from Nintendo, it shows like this like speech bubble coming out of the icon, and there's an orb there. So I would assume 
orbs will be involved in some fashion as a reward, which shouldn't really surprise anybody. But yeah, Water Blessing is going to be the first one and new maps added weekly on Sundays. So if Blessed Gardens is going to be this new icon, where does Rival Domains show up? This is the brand new, never been teased uh, special map that's being added rival domains and they're getting a new map added weekly but what is rival domains uh well it says it's a new type of special map so it'll probably be under the special maps section where the oh. um uh daily maps were sitting and all that um in rival domains you form a team of 20 heroes which you can actually pull some heroes from your friends list uh, so, you know, you might be able to use some of my characters or, Perfect. you know, someone else's characters, um, you know, up to 20 heroes in the battles where you, uh, it, it seems the like... goal is to capture enemy camps, defeat your foes within 10 ter- turns and strive to earn high scores. So this one's going to be high score related or... I'm confused. I'm looking well, once, at the... Once again, they've given limited details. They right. have the picture that shows a target score and, you know, scores that the char- the person earned during the uh, battle. Or It looks neat. It looks like there's, like, a defense mechanic to it because it shows here the different scoring mechanics. You've got foes defeated, as expected, camps held, fortress defense, fortress offense, and then the bonus, and I assume the bonus is associated with using a hero that they've they've set as the bonus, possibly. Possibly, or it could be a bonus objective that you they want you to do your best to complete or follow during that battle or map. Right. So I mean, the thing that I'm confused about is this: is it multiple maps? Is it one map? you know hard to really tell for sure yeah goal is to capture the enemy's camps so is it is it just one big map or is it like you said multiple maps so that's it says yeah part of me is wondering if it's maybe going to be like when you pull up the map you get like a world map like you do in awakening um, maybe where you can choose various camps to attack and during the course of attacking their camps every so often they will go attack one of your camps and it's hard to say for sure because it's not here yet and we only have what they've shown us and and they really just have teased it because the march and and we can get a bit into this but i do want to touch on some of the restrictions so you can only include one ally who can use sing so only one dancer one sing that's in the um that's in the rival domains obviously you can only include one in the well no you can use multiple in the blessed gardens if you really want yeah so with rival domains you're also not allowed to duplicate you're forming a 20-man team you're in no duplicate heroes in the blessed gardens either so true true. so that being said you're going to be getting new maps every saturday these additions sound like the developers saying okay we're going to give you reasons to play every weekend saturday and sunday here's the new map that gets added new rewards all that fun stuff how do you feel about this game trying to pull you in on on weekends like 
Is that a smart move well, on their part? In theory, unless the maps only last a day, you can play it any time during the week. It's just new content every week to keep playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm already in every day, most days. True. And having new modes to do, like, you know, if I decide Monday I do arenas, although that's the worst day to do it because that's when it resets and shortens every- the amount of time you have to play it. But <laughs> Right. You know, Tuesday I do a bunch of training tower stuff. You know, maybe Wednesday I can do Rival Domains, Thursday Blessed Gardens or something. You know, it gives me something more to do that maybe one day instead of just hopping in to make sure I get my daily logins, I actually hop in and play some. Yeah. So I'm all for more stuff to do and more rewards. Same Especially since you can get some more orbs from this. Yeah, I I like so. that they're constantly adding, and I am a little bit con. I'm not concerned because it's a game I love to play every day. But I don't know if you've ever done this where you jump into a free to play game that's been around for two or three years, and it feels like you're being bombarded with things to do. And a lot of those things to do are kind of just this just monotonous tasks. I'm not saying that's the case in Fire Emblem Heroes, but then we could be biased. I mean, we are doing a podcast about the game. And I'm just wondering if they're adding new features and new maps and new modes once a month, are, are they eventually going to hit like a cap where it's just a, it'll be too bloated? Like, what are your thoughts on, on sort of making this game bloated with free to play sort of modes? Well, um, I think what they've done with the Pat last month's update. Sure. They added in a bunch of stuff that helps with that to a degree. Uh, you were commenting that when you hop in, there's a lot of stuff going on. But like a lot of the stuff they added last month is stuff to help you level up characters quicker. Mm-hmm. Which you know, that, and get nice. more characters for free. You yeah. know, um, I saw a Reddit post indicating that uh, with the three hero quests that are coming up next week, they'll have given away 75 free heroes. Yeah, oh, they've done a great right. job at giving away stuff, and I'm not I'm not saying the game is bloated or will be bloated. I'm just wondering if at this pace, and, and it seems like they kind of alternate, like one month is usability and, and quality of life features, and then the next month are, are new modes. And you see that last, even last uh, last month where they addressed the, the bloat concern that I have with having more timed events and having those timed events exist under one section, and it's very rare that you have more than one timed event going on at once. And I, and I kind of like that aspect of having those timed events appear in their own icon. And I, and I think that was really smart on them from a design standpoint. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to say because, like you said, we've been playing from the beginning. So hmm. it's hard for me to get the mindset of someone who's never played. Um as we're going to mention here in a minute, they won an award, and if they get new players from it, I personally think it's not that complicated. It might look a little thing, but, I mean, um, one thing they added is a special thing that will help direct you to certain things to do. Um, I noticed when I loaded up uh, this past, uh, on the 28th, uh, Alphonse popped up and directed me straight into the legendary Ike, get a free legendary Ike band battle or map. Hmm. I don't, so I don't remember that, but 
I'm sure it happened. Maybe I maybe yeah. I just yeah. Uh, maybe and that's something, something they added last month that will direct you to certain things if you haven't done them yet, which might help. You know. Oh, it'll help immensely. And and you know you uh, you did address it, so we might as well cover this next. The Fire Emblem Heroes has won best mobile game at the Dice Awards, and as is tradition, Intelligent Systems has given us 20 free orbs and 2,018 feathers if you log in before April 1st. And this now, was a pleasant technically, surprise. Technically, last time they gave us 2,017 feathers, but that was in 2017. Yeah, but I like I like this idea of rewarding the players. They get it. The reason this yep. game is successful is because of the players. And I'm not saying that's the case for every game that comes out, a game can be critically acclaimed and win awards, but sell not so hot, and people might even not like the game. But with Fire Emblem Heroes, a free-to-play game, it is solely supported by the players. If the players weren't there, this game wouldn't continue to exist. So the fact that they're rewarding us for, for the game succeeding is is really nice to see. And I know most free-to-play games do this, but I'm just saying that kudos to you know, Nintendo and Intelligent Systems for kind of like saying, here you guys go. Thanks for the support. Yeah, I, I like that they give us uh, essentially a free summon wheel and a decent number of feathers, essentially one for each year. Yeah, well, yeah, for <laughs> when sure. When they win these things. Yeah, I'm excited to to see Nintendo continue to throw these rewards out. They've been really good this year alone in just in just the two months that the, the game has been active in 2018, they've done a lot for their player base. So including these legendary banners, which I've been really happy to see. And, you know, we touched a bit on the legendary Ephraim banners. So we won't stick around here long, but I think we even went through everybody who is available, but just so we can repeat and be sure you've got legendary Ephraim, which is yeah, the newest one. Yeah, we didn't quite go through every single character, but a good chunk of them. Yeah, so legendary Ephraim is a blue lance hero, correct? Yes, cavalry hero this time instead of infantry like last Ephraim. Yeah, which is interesting because legendary Ephraim being a cavalry lance, didn't we get a a special Erica who is also cavalry? Yep, a cavalry ma- cavalry. Cavalry Mage. Yeah. So by that, it, that's kind of neat to see them kind of stick. Because, you know, Ephraim and Erica are kind of this... Uh, I mean, if you would have the subreddit believe they're they're a little more than, than brother and sister, which is a little, little Game of so Thrones. But... Yeah, I was going to say, you're saying they have a Lannister-type brother-sister relationship, according to the Reddit. According to the subreddit, there's a little bit more there. I have not played Sacred Stones but I think it has everything to do with the fact that Ephraim is very protective of his sister, which, you know, is normal. Okay, guys, uh, it's it's a normal situation for a brother to want to look out for his sister. But that aside... Yeah, for me, Sacred Stones, I'm like two or three chapters in on the Wii U copy I have, but that's it. Yeah, you didn't get that sense, though? That didn't jump out at you? Uh, they were very close, but <laughs> like I said, I they hadn't even met up yet, you know? Oh. E- Ephraim was off somewhere and you play as Erica going off to find him or save him or well you know. absence makes the heart grow fonder so maybe that uh, maybe the the rumors are true anyways we have legendary Ike as well like we have Gunthra legend the legendary Gunthra there's no other version uh, legendary Ephraim as stated summer Corin, summer Gaius Gaius I've 
Gaius. Gaius, yes. thank you. Uh, Summer Leo, so three summers. Uh, P.A. Olivia, so performing arts. Performing Olivia. arts. Yeah. Uh, Mia, Dorcas, Shiro, Jafar, and Bike. Brave Ike. So two Ikes in there. I can see how you might get yep. a little confused by pulling those Ikes here in which way. So that's exciting. Get in there. That's done in literally probably a day. So if you're listening to this, good chance it's already over. Sorry for that. Uh, yep. Midnight tomorrow or 2 a.m. tomorrow. Okay. Eastern so, time. You know, the diehards will know if you're a big fan of the show because you listened to this on Sunday and then you were like, oh, right, that is ending. I better go. So... I think we're gonna just skip through to the next segment, and uh, I promise, Eddie, just a quick let's 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 hint it so we have to talk about it next week. Next week for our topic, we're gonna talk about what is Fire Emblem Heroes, and does it matter? I I didn't write that title, but I think it matters, Eddie. Right? Es- essentially, does it matter to the rest of the Fire Emblem universe? Oh, or world? that's Not, an does it matter angle. to us? It definitely matters to us. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, a lot of mobile games will do weird stuff and not connect any way, shape, or form to the rest of the game's universe. Yeah, and the reason we're going to skip it is because I want to give this its due because it could be a very fun and lengthy conversation. But we have other other more pressing topics to cover this week. But, yes, what is Fire Emblem Heroes and does it matter? Tune in next week for a in-depth conversation. It's going to be a lot of fun. So... Moving right along, upcoming events. We have our calendar that's been present for the last couple weeks that uh, goes up until all the the new events starting. uh, Sorry, let me rephrase this so I say it correctly. All the new events end March 10th. I don't even think I explained it well, even though I tried to recover there a bit. But uh, we... we, Yeah, essentially the... Sorry. No, 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 you go ahead. I've already fumbled the latest date on the calendar that we currently have is March 10th. The latest for start East date. Coast. It says 3-9 on the calendar, but it's 3-10 for us, yeah. 2 a.m. That being said, some of latest the events do date. scramble to about the 20th, but that that still means that we might get a, a new calendar in the next couple weeks. So anyways, uh, I've... And then again, we might not, because they've done it where they didn't give us a calendar for a couple months. But True. There's bound to be more stuff coming. We just don't know what it is after the uh, after the tenth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that so the events coming up before March tenth, we have a Grand Hero revi- Grand Hero Battle revival for Arvis starting on March fourth. Fal Fal. We've had this conversation before. Falchion, Falchion, summoning banner starting March fifth. Three hero quests. Yeah. That. That's had a bit of a discussion in some places in the fact that it's going to be a all red banner. Oh God! So because yeah. Falchion is a sword, mm-hmm. so every character who uses that weapon is a red hero. So it would be probably Marth. Om Om has one. It'll, oh. It should be Marth, Lucina, Krom. That might be all. No, Om. Yes, Om has Falchion as well. Marth, yeah. Lucina, Krom, and. Um, oh man because they're all Mas- red i probably Mas- won't. lucina who is the only other i think the other falchion user is not through summons no they probably won't won't put her into the pool uh so i i will probably go for om on that one because i don't i have everybody else i don't have om yet. well i suggest you pull red 
orbs for that banner. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking the same thing. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> three hero quests. I'm going to move on. Three heroes quests. Sherish, Gordon, and Sarah. Uh, those start on March 7th. New hero summoning banner, which we're going to talk about in a bit, start on March 9th. And then finally, another grand hero battle revival with Zephyl. Uh, so look forward to that and please enjoy Fire Emblem Heroes. Coming up next, Speculation Corner. Early baseless speculation for the March 9th New Heroes. What are your thoughts, uh, Eddie? I don't have any for this March 9th. I could say maybe they will be themed around Ryan's birthday. That's what I'm thinking. It'll just be free okay. for me. That's what it'll be. Yeah, somehow I doubt that'll happen. Yeah, uh, you, so you can hold your breath if you want for that. But um, I, it, like I said, it's kind of baseless speculation because we really have no idea. And as we proved last time, they can do something way out of left field. So I uh, could end up being Thracia. Uh, there are some people who have argued, have commented that because Zephiel has a revival on the tenth, maybe it'll be related to him and his game. What game's he from? Uh, let me pull him up quickly and check. So while you're checking but, that out, I, I can direct people to... Was it last week's conversation about Tharchia, or was it two weeks ago? It would be two weeks ago, because so last ago. week we knew what it was, finally. Oh, right. So Tharchia, maybe. We could just have you go back to episode three, where we talked about Tharchia. But I like the Zephiel uh, sort of connection, because... Intelligent Systems has been really good at sort of connecting the dots these days, so maybe maybe that's not much of a stretch. So where is did you did you get him up? I'm still looking for him. It's hard to tell when you just got random faces. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like either. And, yeah, I think he's an armored dude. I think he's one of the earlier games, but you know. Yeah. Well, we can. I think I found him. Okay. Yep, he is from Binding Blade. Mm. I think that's somewhat unlikely because that Binding Blade has been kind of heavy with the Love Abounds banner. True. That's very true. Well, um, do we do but, we want to touch on the legendary banner, or do we want to save that one for next week? Uh, we can save it for next week if you want. You know, um, if you really want some preview of that, you can go to Discord where I discussed my thoughts on the next legendary banner. Yeah, I yeah. think we're we still have the current one, so we have some time for that to percolate. But yeah, your theories. So if you we'll we'll plug this at the end of the show. But bit.ly slash tgi discord that'll get you into our discord that we we refer to as this is a gamers in presents project. We're under there under the fire emblem banner or uh, channel. You can go talk there and and check out our thoughts on on that. But let's tease another future sort of this one more of a top uh, not a topic but a segment called summoner's focus and this was you that suggested it so i want you to take sort of like the tease get the tease out there well you know uh last week i kind of enjoyed researching and finding the info on the uh fallen versions of the uh four heroes that had come up as the uh fallen or evil versions of characters uh so i was thinking that we could um do a section where we focus on one hero uh each week and uh, we'll cover their lore, uh, go into Reddit and uh, other sites and find a couple builds, as well as mention any experience we have ourselves if we actually have that hero. Uh, yeah. So 
what we could use from you guys is some suggestions of what heroes you want to hear about for earlier on than later. Yeah, you know? no, for sure. We can certainly bump some some characters up if listeners want to hear about a specific hero. And if you suggest a specific hero, feel free to offer your own thoughts on your preferred build or strategies for those characters. So I'm looking forward to this because honestly, I really like learning about characters because when it comes to the Fire Emblem series, there really are a lot of games that just never came out in North America. So we're we're sitting here waiting to find out what these characters are and there are games we just haven't played so this is exciting i'm looking forward to starting this in the near future but again if you want to suggest some characters and get the ball rolling you can do so by emailing faye at gamersinpodcast.com and that will be uh reminded upon at the end of the episode as well so that's the tease just, stay tuned just a bit of a warning oh um as might have been already mentioned i don't min max that much I don't mm-hmm. think Ryan min-maxes that much. No. So, you know, the builds will probably be pulled from a, another website, and our uh, experience with them might not be similar or using those builds. Mm-hmm. I do not think I have ever um, sacrificed someone for a weapon. Yeah. I just keep the base weapon. Uh, there are people who will get rid of a five-star to give someone else another weapon, which... Yeah. I have not done yet. We refer to those people as monsters, Eddie. Just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, everybody. Uh, Eddie's like, Ryan's thoughts do not necessarily represent those of Eddie. Uh, so Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, look at the, I look at the build sometimes when I get a new hero. I like to check the IVs just to see where it fell. I mm-hmm. won't necessarily re-roll, re-summon. Um, I think I found out that I had like a minus attack Ephraim, uh, but a plus defense. Sure. And it's like I debated rerolling, but it's like, you know what? I got him. I don't need. I'm not gonna go min maxim for arena or anything. Hmm. And plus defense is one of the preferred boons, so I'll yeah. take it. I will usually, and and that that is a very good point. In that you know, if you're listening to this segment and expecting like, all right, I'm gonna get top tier advice. We are using probably similar resources that you would find. Uh, at various websites but having a discussion about it you know allows us to to just discuss what a hero's abilities are because oftentimes i'm the same way as eddie when i play i'm just playing as my favorite heroes or heroes that i just got and leveling them up i'm not looking for you know that min max i will investigate a little bit if i have like multiple five stars or even multiple silvers um but I don't. Yeah, often that's that's really in. where I investigate and possibly min max the stat roll of what you got for the thing is in the four star area. When mm-hmm. I got five five copies of a character, I'll look through, figure out which is the best stat stats, and you know, favored him and either sacrifice for uh, abilities or send home the others. Yeah, and and oftentimes what I what I have done in the past is I will unlock potential um the the silver that is technically the high tier and then merge in the five stars that have already had a couple merges and those do carry over so um there's no harm in rethinking well the only harm would be having to level them back up to 40 again so they're viable in in end game but yeah there's no no harm but anyways that that was more than a tease so look forward to that in the near future and continue to enjoy Summoner's Call. I'm just going to start talking like the end of every notification. I think that's going to be 
our thing. Now, are we going to cover memes in the Summoner's Focus? Because I think that would be kind of fun, too. We might go ahead and cover some of the memes, you know, especially on the characters that have multiple versions. True. And the thing is, like, we poke fun at the subreddit, but that is such a useful tool. I I really like the subreddit, and some of the memes aren't aren't that bad. Some of them are pretty good, I would say. Yeah, and the subreddit is where I managed to find out what the three heroes for the upcoming banner are going to be, or exactly. should be. Yeah, so there's lots of... There's lots of good information on that subreddit, and there's also some fun there too. But we tease this next topic segment. Uh, I keep saying topic. It's a segment. We teased this last week. It's the Outrealm Gate, where we're going to talk about other Fire Emblem games. We're going to enter the gate and come into a new world. This time, Fire Emblem Warriors. New DLC dropped a couple weeks ago, and I figured, well, if we don't talk about it now, soon there will be even more DLC to discuss. So we better chat about it. Eddie, I'll 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 throw it to you in a second, but I just want to say that I've been on a kick with Fire Emblem Warriors lately, really enjoying the game again, but I am so far behind. So when I bought the season pass, the only thing I got that I could actually use were the new characters because they just unlock automatically, but they're low level. So I had one of them die, and this might make me a bad person, but when they died, I'm like, I'm not saving. I already did it once where I saved up 300,000 and gave away 10 gold items to revive them. So I just switched from classic to casual difficulty. Does that make me a bad person? No. Um, I think halfway through the campaign, I switched to casual difficulty because mm. it's like, this isn't a Fire Emblem game. I mean, it is sort of. It's got the Fire Emblem characters, but this is a Dynasty Warriors game. So I don't need to keep my Fire Emblem, the character can't die situation going. Yeah, I beat the campaign on Classic. And then I figured once I beat the campaign on Classic, it would just be like, all right, you're good. No one's going to die forever, especially in history maps. But then I had one of my low-level characters that I got with the DLC just, you know, kicking around in one of the maps. And I didn't realize that if your characters are even a couple levels lower, they can get really trounced. So I lost, I think, Lind, I think. So I had to, I just switched it back and and she was automatically revived. But that being said, I'm still working my way through the Heroes Challenge map, which unlocks the armor break models. So Well, it doesn't unlock the models. It unlocks the weapon that allows you to break the armor to get the models. Sure. So on that note, you had told me that you had beaten that game. You'd gotten some of the armor break models, which were unlocked... Some of them were unlocked with the DLC. So let's quickly touch on that and then move into your other experiences with, with Warriors. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's yeah, hear your thoughts. So when you go through that map, um, on certain maps you get a, a special weapon that has the Armor Strike ability. The Armor Strike ability is what allows you to break your enemy's armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the risk is that the enemy can break your armor as well. Um, so when you run around with that armor strike weapon, you have a chance of having your armor broken. When your armor is broken, your defense and res are reduced. So you there know, is a negative as if, problem or a negative kind of like thing happening. Yep. And then essentially for everyone but the awakening characters, uh, you have what are called armor break models, which are essentially your underwear. <laughs> yes. For men, feels- for men, it's shorts and you know like briefs boxer briefs and maybe a shirt once in a while 
Uh, for women, it's bra and panties pretty much most of the time. Um, some of them, like Sakura, will have more of a full, uh, full upper torso uh, shirt or bra or whatever. Uh, but yeah, like a like an undershirt basically. Yeah, kind but of. It's they're... it is kind of, but it's kind of not. It's bizarre. It's hard. You'd have to see it to fully understand it. Yeah. Well, so so basically, it's it's a it's a new costume that can't be equipped. It's just a special sort of new, um, I don't know what the word I would use, but it's just, it's a special event that happens. And, and whether you have the new model or not, you are losing your armor and resistance by getting armor broke, right? Yep. Yeah. Correct. And once you unlock that, you cannot equip it as an actual outfit, but you can view it in the model viewer. Right. And this was something so, that was added, I think, with the first DLC back in December. So I don't know it's been too much. It was actually added there. before the first DLC. Oh. Uh, that map and um, the first two Armor Break models were added as a free up update um, before the first DLC came out. And at that time, the only two characters that had Armor Break models were Rowan and Liana. Right. The two exclusive characters. So now, effectively. Everyone has it except for Awakening characters, which we touched on last week or a couple weeks yep. ago, the Awakening. I think there's like six Awakening characters currently in the game. So you'll get those six and the three additional characters. And I say currently in the game. I say, I mean, playable in the game. Right. Because I don't know if just Owain or if the, if the others are there too. But Owain is already in the game. You can get his items which is actually kind of annoying because I've been focusing on Lissa and she needs some of his item, his gold items to uh, finish out her, her crests, which the gold items are hard to get. You got to find somewhere where you're fighting that character because I can't just play as a Wayne and have him build friendship with people. Right. So, yeah, that's a good point. And that's something I've been noticing as I try to upgrade my, my Lynn. And, uh, I mean, if you guys can't tell, you can kind of guess which characters we both uh, really latch on to. But in terms of the new DLC, the the Fates, is it Fates? The Fates? Yeah. Yeah, Fates. Fates was the first DLC. The new DLC was um, Marth. Oh, uh, right, Shadow Dragon. So in terms of the Shadow new Dragon, DLC yes. that was added, how much of the history maps have you been playing with? Because um, I'm curious there. Well, I kind of mentioned to you that I've been trying to level up certain characters' weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was uh, working through one of the Fates ones to level up Sakura's um, weapon, and that required a male character. So I would um, then started working on Corrin, because... Uh, Call it what you will, I prefer playing the female characters. I actually think they kind of have better personalities to some degree on some of them. Um, but, like, Lissa would be what most would call a waifu. <sighs> uh, digital significant other is the technical definition. Uh, she's the character I had my tactician marry in uh, Awakening. So he, uh, but... Wayne is your fault, is what you're saying. <laughs> You could say that, but Owain <laughs> would have happened whoever I married Lissa to. So That's true. Owain is your fault as well, whoever you married Lissa to. I don't think I married Lissa to anybody. <laughs> I'm a monster, okay. I tell you. 
No, I did. I, I think I did. I usually met, marry them all to someone because just to get the characters, you know. True. Even though I, even though I, what some would call, don't play the game correctly. In that, if I lose a character, I'll restart a level. Um, I still like to have all the characters available. Oh, I, I restart as well. But you know, specifically to to warriors, you're trying to max out your your characters. That, uh... Yeah. Um. Sorry, I was trying to unlock Celica, and I needed tombs and staves or whatever to not staves, tombs oh. and stones to beat one of the levels with her. Mm-hmm. Um. So I started leveling Lin some. So. In my jumping around to try and get, um, essentially, I leveled Lin Lyn, the the Blazing Blade character, and I went to go get her special weapon and max that out. And I found out that to get the first level upgrade of her special weapon, I needed a bow character. So I started leveling Sakura. And then I went and got her first level of her special weapon, tried the Lin map because I was a couple levels above it, and despite her being, you know, levels above them and having set it up so she has her higher attack stat, she was having was not able to complete it quick enough to get the scroll for Lin. So I hunted down where her second upgrade was located. And then in order to do that, I needed a male character, Hmm. which I looked through and realized I have not played any male characters. I got them to level 40 when I got enough gold, and they've been mostly sitting there unless I need five characters, unless there's six characters in a map, I might pull one in. Right. (laughs) So I started leveling up Corrin, and while leveling her up, trying to unlock her because on the first upgrade, you have to kill 10,000 characters to truly unlock it. Uh, while fighting with her, I hopped into the Lind map because I think one of her map, the maps I was working on with her, needed tomes and uh, stones again. Mm-hmm. And so I went to upgrade Lind, find the upgrade for Lind's tome. So I played a bit of that map. <laughs> Yeah, and complicated and, way to get there. Yeah, so basically the 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 scenario you're describing is the reason I haven't progressed much farther into any of the new content for Fire Emblem Warriors is because the the maps are set up in a way to prolong your your playthrough in that you're you're in any of these character-based games you're going to focus on the characters you enjoy similar to Fire Emblem Heroes. You're going to play with the characters that you really enjoy and in Warriors I hit the same wall with the Celica map and and with the new DLC maps where I'm coming across like special restrictions on level 70 maps. And I'm like, well, I don't have a level 70 uh, bow. I certainly don't have enough level 40 spell uh, spell tome or tomes and spellstone heroes to to progress through the Celica map. So it's a little frustrating, but but I know it's targeted at, at folks, you know, who who have taken the time to level up their characters and it's it's forcing you to play the game longer. I'm honestly folks when we when I threw this in here as, as wanting to talk about warriors, the the idea was that we would focus on the DLC, but even both Eddie and I haven't uh, haven't had really a chance to progress that far enough. So Yeah, I mean, I've picked Lind as my mage, so I've been working on her mm-hmm. some, but you know, uh, what I found is that 
like I said, I focused on Lissa a lot. So my Lissa is like level 95. Yeah. And what I do is when I go into maps, I have Lissa as my main. Um, I usually pick a character I'm trying to power level or level very much. Um, most recently, it's been Sakura because I was trying to get her up for those bow maps. And they gain a bunch of levels, especially if they're low level. You can even have them really low level. Like um, when I unlocked Lynn, uh, I had her running with Lissa. I got her from like level 1 to level 18 in that one map, that first map I went into. Because she was paired up, so she wasn't in risk of taking damage. And Lissa was powerful enough to crush through anything that was there. Right. Pretty much. And that's that's a good tactic. I've always had my one hero that's that's really strong. But I think that's gonna I'm gonna have to cut her off there for Fire Emblem Warriors and we'll we'll come back to it as we move towards the new DLC. It's expected at the end by the by the end of March, and they've been pretty good at hitting their targets. That one, as we stated, is gonna be focusing on Awaken, so stay uh, tuned for that. We're gonna wrap up and again, news uh here that that, that you've made it. As a podcast, we have our first piece of listener feedback. Phil asks us about podcasting slash streaming equipment and setup. Hey, Ryan and Eddie, I've been listening to your podcast for a few weeks now, and I am a fan of what you're doing. I like the idea of having podcasts in addition to all the other media out there about Fire Emblem. I have an interest in doing my own podcast slash YouTube show, and I was wondering what microphones, software, and any other gear you use to make your show. Thanks, Phil. Now... I'm I'm not gonna hog this one because I, I've been a podcaster for a while, so yes, I have some some thoughts. But Eddie, as someone who's who started off fresh, it, it, this guy, you know, Phil, he's gonna be starting fresh. This is what you did, and you know, your feedback, your experience with starting a podcast is probably very valuable to someone like Phil, who's also starting out. So what what do you work with, and and how have you been, you know, feeling doing podcasts? I guess. <laughs> Well, um, it helps in that I have you, Ryan, and that you have all this most of the stuff. Mm -hmm. um, right now, I'm just using I think it's a Razer Synapse headset, a basic headset with a microphone, and connecting to you via Discord. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have all the stuff for recording and posting. I think even if I didn't have you, I would try to minimize how much I spend to start out because, like, I might eventually look into getting an actual webcam and or a better microphone uh, based on your suggestions. Sure. Uh, maybe even try and get the recording stuff so we have a backup on my end yeah. in case something happens to yours. Uh, but for me, I kind of wanted to wait and make sure that this wasn't a, you know, five episode and then we're done or, you know, type thing. Yeah. And, no, that is a, that is good. A good point. And, I think when you use what you have around you to start, it's a good practice. And when it comes to podcasting, the microphone you're going to buy or own or whatever is going to apply for both podcasting and YouTube or Twitch streaming. And that I have a Yeti, a blue, a Yeti blue or a blue, no, a blue Yeti. It's not the pro version. It's just the USB version. I've been using that since the beginning of the Gamers Inn. So my audio quality has remained uh, pretty much the same for the last six years. Now, I, I did upgrade a little bit just this past year where I purchased a, an arm off of Amazon. 
and it was just 20 bucks. It's a newer arm. And then I also have a newer pop filter, which is also about 15 bucks. So those are very inexpensive add-ons, but not necessary. You can just buy the microphone and test it out. And the Yetis are kind of sensitive. So if you've played video games with me at all, and I was using the Yeti, you would hear my keyboard thumps a lot. That's why I got the arm. So an inexpensive fix to that is, is to get the arm, but the Yeti Blue retails for probably, I think it's around 200, but Blue does have a less expensive microphone that a, a colleague of mine uses on another podcast, uh, Zombies Ate My Podcast. Lou uses a Blue Snowball, and a lot of streamers will use that as well because it's just it's an inexpensive entry-level microphone so those are some good microphone options in terms of software it's dependent on what platform you're using so there are there are there is recording software within the adobe creative suite that i know people use called audition but personally i just use what uh, it's a mac app and it allows me to sort of capture from different apps including discord it's uh it's called audio hijack which is a mac version so if you have a mac that's the app i use if you have a windows pc there are a lot of options out there i think including audacity and but i know audition is something that a lot of people use and there are more apps out there now than there were in the past so you've got a lot to choose from in terms of you know hosting a podcast uh, I've just created a website using WordPress and I use a plugin called Blueberry and it kind of sets everything up for you. So if you have a hosting package, you can host everything there. And I mean, we're kind of like, we're skimming off the top here, but in terms of streaming, I've done, I've, if you've noticed, I've done a bit of streaming over at twitch.tv slash Ryan Murphy CA. I went to Amazon and I looked for, I have an iPhone. I just looked for a lightning to HDMI adapter and you can buy the Apple one, but it's like 80 bucks Canadian. So I just bought this like knockoff one for like 30 bucks. It gets blisteringly hot. I, I feel like every time I use it, something's going to explode. But um, it works. <laughs> it, the stream works quite well for, for a game like Fire Emblem Heroes. So you can check that out. It was about $30. So... Yeah, I, I guess it depends on your definition of works. I mean, it, if you burn your hand after doing a 10-minute stream, I'm not sure that's working well. It gets warm. So, I, I mean, I, I'm exaggerating a little bit. It gets it gets quite warm, but I don't think it's hurting anything. Like, it's just it's just working overtime the way the adapters work. But, yeah, like, you can, get, you can buy the official one or you can buy the knockoff versions, and they just get a little warm. I'm sure the Apple one gets warm as well. It's not like Apple's perfect by any means but that's that's sort of the 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 sort of overarching sign like you 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 asked very you know it's a broad term but you know you can get into webcams and there are like very strongly suggested webcams i think right now it's the logitech c920 but i've had the same c270 for six years and and it, it's what i use usually if you're streaming or you're doing a podcast it's a small postage stamp so no one's going to notice if you have a older camera. But the microphone, if you're looking to do podcasting, the microphone's going to be the thing that you really want to look at, uh, making sure you have something comparable to to uh, a Yeti or, or even what uh, Eddie is using. Because a lot of those gaming headsets are really good. So anything else to add to that one, Eddie? 
No, uh, that's about all I have. It might not be the Synapse might not be the name of the headset I have. I'd have to hunt down and verify, but it is a Razer headset. Yeah. For all I know, Synapse might actually be the uh, name of the program they use to monitor the headset. True, and you know what you can always do if you have headsets or microphones around the house, do a couple test recordings, see how it works, and if you don't like the sound of it, you can look at the the blue yetis or the blue snowballs the snowballs work really well and it was it was actually one that i suggest we had suggested to another person in discord who was asking when we were talking about streaming but if you have any other specific questions about streaming certainly follow up uh, by email and that's gonna do it for this week eddie we we went a little long but you know what fire emblem lots to talk about yep yeah. keeping us busy keeping us busy well until next week we're gonna head out here visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay remember to check out all the other great gamers in projects like the gamers in prime or our sea of sea at sea of thieves sea of thieves podcast shipwrecks and shanties that game is coming out real soon you can email the show at fay at gamersinpodcast.com that's f-e-h at gamersinpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at R. Murphy, Eddie at Dralfear. And don't forget to follow The Gamers In for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning. Mm-hmm.